everyone, and welcome to Bards Lost in the Metaverse with me, Sean Lee. And me, Andy Mack. Join us as we explore the depths of our creativity and the world of Web3. Hello and welcome to episode 39 of Bards Lost in the Metaverse, a podcast that follows the adventures of two aspiring creatives as we learn to weave magic through words, art and music while exploring the world of Web3. Each week we'll start off with an update of our works in progress before diving into a discussion of our creative escapades or current and future technology. So welcome everyone to our 39th episode where we officially have Woot business cards to hand out at functions and events. <laughs> mm, appropriate for today. Ah, good one. See what I did? <laughs> I see it. <laughs> all right. But what are we actually talking about today, Ed? Well, today we're talking about that one thing we all hate deep mm. down inside uh, and that's networking. I do hate it. Yes, especially as creatives that we are, that we tend to be more introverted. Uh, so we're going to have to talk about it. Though. I may have hidden in toilets before rather than go and interact with people at networking things, but yep. <laughs> yeah. we'll, so. get, we'll get into it. <laughs> but first, uh, oh my gosh, how is the book coming along, Sean? You All must right. be I'm, I'm, Yes. So it's formatted. Yep. Um, my cover designer is doing some final tweaks on the cover. She just like yeah. noticed a couple of things, so just wanted to fix them up. So hopefully yeah. I'll get that back from her this week. Yeah. Um, and I'm still having a bit of a – we're going back and forward in anal- analysing the drafted digital print versus yeah. Ingram Spark print. And so like I'm going down rabbit holes of like, you know, re- going into all the author groups on Facebook and trying to get people's opinions on what yeah, they do okay. and figure out what's better – like, admittedly, it's quite hard to get information on Drafted Digital's website about exactly, like, the specifics of where yeah. it distributes to and stuff. Because I yeah, kind of okay. wanted to try to check this is available on Australian websites, right? Like, it does go to Amazon, but, yeah. So, I'm, anyway, I could go on and on about that. Yeah, but yeah. pretty much I'm figuring out my choice of distribution. So, it's either yeah. going to be Drafted Digital Print or Ingram Spark for print. Yes. Um, but I'm probably going to use Drafted Digital for the ebook distribution yes. still. Yeah, cool, um, cool, cool. So I'm hoping if I can get the cover, yeah, like my Thursday this week that I have off, I'm hoping that's maybe upload day. And like, so hopefully it's, because it takes a while to get through all the system and stuff. And I'm pretty sure I can select a release date. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm kind of making myself go through that process earlier rather than later and yeah, okay. <laughs> make sure it's any Any, uh, any uh, hints or ideas for release date? I'm thinking like mid-November. Oh. I know. Yes. I'd like it to be early enough that it's like there for Christmas if people yes. want it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great stocking stuffer if you'd like to support us. <laughs> it sounds like the first podcast we did at the beginning of the year. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what I'm heading towards. Yeah, that's very cool. So that's book front. I haven't really thought of book two while I'm doing this. You were doing the outline book. last time we talked? Um, I have started writing it. Of oh, the actual book? Yep. Oh! It started. That's exciting. <laughs> so I like... I did a play with, like, the prologue that I didn't really like it, so I've just jumped forward to chapter one at the moment. And I think it's going to take me a little while, I think, to find um, the main character's voice because it's first person again, but it's a different character. So having a bit of a play. So I'm I'm in the first chapter. Just playing around. That's very exciting. Yeah, so I have started, but that's I have to kick myself up the butt to keep doing that. But once I get the first book out and that's, like, out there, out there, it's just marketing and then writing the second book. Wow. <laughs> it's getting <laughs> so there. So exciting. Um, and music front. So it's still scheduled out to 
I think October, I've got um, tracks made. Yeah. And then after October, that'll be over a year of releasing a music track a week. Wow. Impressive. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I had the idea I want to mix it up a bit yeah. after that. So instead of doing weekly releases, I'm going to like play with the back catalogue that I now have of over like 60 something yes. tracks, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it is. Um, and start making more of those um, sort of vibe playlists and stuff. And yeah, so okay. hitting up um, maybe Fiverr or something to get yeah. those videos, yep. animated videos, and then, yeah, start having a play with so cool. releasing those things. And Such a boss at the moment, Sean. Uh, not really. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like I'm doing a lot, but I feel like I do it yeah. in such, like, small chunks that I'm like, ooh. Really, you should do more of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Imagine what I could do with like a whole month of forty hours a week doing this. Oh, yeah. that would be crazy. Yeah. But yes, so things are chugging along well for me. I always say chugging. I don't know why, but I'm chugging along. All right. How okay. is your stuff going? Uh, all right. So besides me being injured again, which kind of yes. slowed some things. That's down. what we haven't addressed yet. Yeah. This podcast is late. <laughs> why is that, Andy? Because I stood up, <laughs> and my spine tried to remove itself from my back. Um, <laughs> Normal business. All right. So the first one was what? Pivoting on a chair. Yeah. That's your fault. You Turning around on a something. swivel chair. Yeah. And this one's? Standing up at a cafe. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I had to duck a pot plant <laughs> and oh. then, I don't know, my I sprained a ligament in my spine <laughs> the day I was flying out on a five-hour flight. So it was it was a fun day. It was a great day, that one. Yes. But that uh, explains why we're, this podcast is a little bit Yes. Because I couldn't really sit. Yeah, for too long. I still can't really sit for too long. So if you hear me moving around, yeah, you'll know why. We'll but I don't make need this my, a short one. I don't need my cane anymore, which is good. <laughs> we uh, did put that picture up on socials, actually. So yeah, it was good. good. Yeah. But yes, uh, book. Book. <laughs> chugging along. It's, good, just it's a great expression, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Diddly bopping along. Yeah. Uh, not too bad. I think I've got four chapters, three chapters. Which one just came out? 30. And I think I've just finished editing... 33, and I've got 33 to 38 there for their edits, their sort of final round of edits. So I'm just yep. going through that, which will punch me out to like next year. Yeah, cool. Uh, and then it's just, once that's done, it's just heading heading to the end of actually writing it. It's just been so hard to do anything because mm. I can't really sit for more than like, even yeah. when I did my knee and then I was sick and then I went away and then I came back and then I went away and then I hurt myself again. It's been a roller coaster. It certainly has been. So there hasn't been much uh, time for work, unfortunately, but we're slowly getting back into it. I've yeah. uh, embraced caffeine back into my life. Oh, that's so, right. You had an anti-caffeine phase I did, I did like during two all months. That. It's so good, though, because like all the last two weeks, like having a coffee is like, I can take over the world. Yeah. I'm not like at that point where I'm like, if I don't have a coffee, I'm not doing anything. So you can see the music when you have one yeah, shot of coffee. Yeah, yeah I'm like, still Ooh. like, ah, all the things. <laughs> the universe makes sense. Yeah, but I'm sure that'll change in two or three weeks to like, if I don't have a coffee, I'm not talking to you. Oh, uh, so books coming along slowly, starting to get back into a good rhythm in the mornings, mm. getting that done. Uh, the radio drama is very slow because at the end of the day, the last thing I want to do is sit in my office chair yeah. and do work for half an hour because I'm just in pain. Uh, so slowly getting there. I think I've got, what, two more weeks and then I'm away for a week for school holidays. Mm. Then after that, I'm hoping my back and knee and everything should be getting pretty good. Yeah. So I can sit down at nine for half an hour, 45 minutes and get back into it because I do love it. I just finding the time yeah. and being able to just sit for half an hour, 40 minutes without like, ah, I can't move. Oh, as we said, it's a marathon, not a sprint. And life throws random stuff at yeah, you while exactly. you're trying to get this stuff done. Yeah. So Yeah, I don't see the podcast, yeah. uh, radio, drama, audio book thing coming out till next year. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But uh, yeah, focus is the book mainly. 
Yeah. It was funny because my mum on the weekend was like, can you just shoot me a couple of chapters? Because I don't like waiting fortnightly to read them. Yeah. And I was like, well, I could probably only shoot you like three <laughs> because <laughs> the book isn't finished yet. <laughs> like, just hold your horses there, mumsy. She's just excited and supportive. Well, hey, someone's <laughs> reading great. my book at least. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. I'll throw my wife under the bus here, actually. She's, um, she's a librarian. And she's like, I started listening to this podcast and these people talking about their books. So I'm getting their books. It's Alison Tate. Yeah. Now, yeah. She's like, I'm going to read her books. I'm like, oh, if only you knew someone that was like, had a podcast <laughs> and like they talked about their books and then you could like read them. And she's like, don't be mean to me. I was like, sorry, my love, my beautiful queen. How dare I? I apologize. Uh, awesome. Fine. Anyway. All right. Uh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> I'm injured. I'm doing my best. We're still moving forward, though. Yes. Oh, things are happening. Our... Slow and steady. Yeah. It goes in a sprint sometimes, and sometimes it's a very slow plot for us. Yes. <laughs> Forwards. All right. News. Let's get into the news. Let's do it. It's Monday, the 18th of September, 2023, and this is News with Sean. In Web3 and tech news this week, despite high expectations in 2022, the metaverse's promise has fallen short with only 12% of marketers increasing their spending on it in 2023, down from the originally anticipated 61%, according to Kantar's Media Reaction Survey. Furthermore, only one in five marketers plan to boost their metaverse advertising budget in 2024, raising doubts about its immediate prospects. While Mark Zuckerberg's enthusiasm for the metaverse has been evident through Meta's rebranding and various ventures, the reality falls short, highlighted by Meta's Reality Labs posting significant losses and Apple's delays in its virtual reality headset release. However, industry analysts predict growth with a projected annual growth rate of 24.75% in global metaverse advertising spending, suggesting the metaverse might still have a future. Just uh, lock that <laughs> away in your vault for the end of this episode. Okay. Listeners and Sean. Interesting. Oh, <laughs> can carry on news later. I haven't read the notes ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, moving on. In a recent security breach, Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin, I really need to work on my pronunciation of people's names, yep. Buterin's X account was hacked, leading to a troubling loss of over $691,000, primarily in non-fudgeable tokens. Mm. This incident underscores the critical importance of security in the world of cryptocurrency. Investors are urged to exercise caution, refraining from sending funds to unverified sources and scrutinizing links, even from seemingly reputable accounts. Robust cybersecurity measures and vigilance remain essential for safeguarding crypto assets. And you're all about security these days, aren't you? I certainly am. <laughs> we could maybe get a uh, cybersecurity expert on here at some point to Ooh, talk to. That's we should true. probably we, do it. We a, should do that. At some point, yeah, we should definitely well, do a cybersecurity. We've always thing. said we need to start our interviews, so. Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. We will right, get I'll to it. Add that to the interviewee list. Done. <laughs> all right, moving on now to the world of publishing. Amazon has introduced new rules for self-publishers using its Kindle Direct publishing platform, requiring authors to declare if their content is AI-generated. The company's announcement comes in response to complaints about AI-produced works being sold under human writers' names. Under these guidelines, authors are now obligated to disclose when their content is AI-generated, but AI-assisted content doesn't require disclosure. The move aims to enhance transparency and address concerns about AI-generated content impersonating human-authored work on the platform. 
I saw something the other day, I think it's an AI, I don't know if it's assisted or generated, because it's a graphic novel. It's like number two on the New York Times bestseller. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think the whinging about it. It's a messy, like, I kind of get, like, just an AI. If an AI completely writes a book, yeah, 100%. it is a little bit like, don't put it under an author's name. That's or a little bit. Just mm, at least be or nice. at least, like, be open about it. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. fake it. Yeah, that's <laughs> be, I'm all Embrace for. it. Have you even seen, I'm uh, totally taking over your news segment, Either. Grammarly? Like, going like, let me help you write the beginning of your thesis. Oh, yes. I, Pro yeah. Writing A does it too. Like, now yeah. it's like you just click a button. It's like, would you like me to continue this sentence for you? Yeah, so the, like, I don't think word. there's any getting out of it. <laughs> AI is here in the writing game. Yeah, so that's why I think, like, they've been pretty good with AI assisted. So all of those yeah. sort of things where it's like, yeah, would you like me to help you keep writing? Yeah, of course. But, yeah, just like... Oh, yeah, if you get a yeah. full AI written thing, then, yes, you should be, like, as yes. instructed by me, written by ChatGPT. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, directed by me, <laughs> something like that. All right, last one. The TikTok hashtag independent bus- bookstore. Oh, my gosh, what did I say? Something <laughs> terrible. Hashtag independent bookstore. There we go. Better. So yep. it's clearer. Has become a powerful force in promoting local bookshops, amassing over 35 million views with 5 million in the month leading up to September. Bookstores leveraging this hashtag have reported increased foot traffic from both local and out-of-state customers who discovered them on TikTok. By creatively utilising trending sounds and tags, these independent bookstores have found TikTok to be a valuable tool in raising awareness and driving sales, making it an essential platform for supporting and celebrating local businesses. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, it just shows the power of, like, you know, social media. Everyone's sort of like, you know, brick-and-mortar stores for books especially are all going to die. But if you can, like, especially with TikTok when there's videos of it and stuff, like, when it's... Bookstores are all mostly about vibe, I feel, anyway. Yeah, it smells so good. I know. It's like, <laughs> that is, like, perfectly transferable to, like, cool little videos to be, yeah, like, come hang so. out in the bookshop. And you're like, yeah, I want to go there. Yeah, I don't think uh, we're going to be rid of bookshops. <laughs> no, they're just nice. Soon. Everybody, I feel like, just associates them with, I don't know, it's like a warm, nice feeling. So. Yeah, like, present buying and mm. just checking out something else just you'd feels want. feels good. Yeah. Picking up those books and you're like, ooh, it feels so crisp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when we say book erotica. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and that, my friends, was News with Sean. All right, should we get into this episode? We should. All right, let's do it. All right, so networking. (laughs) 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 People. (laughs) All right, so what is networking? And I did the only thing that you would do in an episode about networking, and that was ask a computer instead of talking, having to talk to people <laughs> to get their opinions on what it was. So here is, what, here is what the computer told me, uh, the AI. They're my friends. Uh, networking in this context, obviously we're not talking about computer networks and all that sort of other no. stuff. Here, yep. uh, networking in this context refers to the process of establishing and maintaining connections or relationships with individuals for personal or professional purposes. It involves building a web of contacts acquaintances, and friends who can provide support, information, opportunities, and resourcing. Mm. Or resources. Yep. It's people. It's people. It's people. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I have like a slight pained expression in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's... All right. Uh, networking can take place in various settings. That's true. Including, so I'll read through these and then we'll, we'll get into it. So professional networking. Uh, This involves connecting with individuals in your industry or field to work to exchange information, ideas, and opportunities. Uh, It can help in career advancement, job hunting, and business growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty standard. Social networking. 
this type of networking is more informal and centers around building personal relationships with friends, family. That's a weird one, AI. I don't know why you put family in there. You've got to network with, with your, your family. family. Yeah, how big is your family? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, and acquaintances. I don't, I don't want acquaintances. Uh, it can also <laughs> involve connecting with like-minded individuals for hobbies, interests, and personal development. That uh, makes more sense. Do you want to do the last two? Sure. Just okay. give you a break. Thank you. <laughs> Business networking. So this is often focused on expanding your business connections and clientele. Business owners and professionals attend events, conferences, and meetings to connect with potential clients, partners, and investors. Admittedly, if you're in business, it's kind of essential. How else are you going to find people to actually make any money? (laughs) Lord business. (laughs) And the last one is online networking. So with the rise of social media and professional networking platforms like LinkedIn, networking has become increasingly digital. People use online platforms to connect with others, share information, and engage in discussions related to their interests or professions, yeah. which we've talked about before. Some like really big Facebook ones that we're part of and stuff. And yes. Yeah. can be yeah. very valuable, especially when you're an introvert. Yeah. <laughs> no, real people. Just words on a screen. Um, so that's sort of the AI definition of what networking is. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty Couple much. Breaks it down into like, there's different types. Yeah, It's all about the same sort of thing though. It it's is. either like, it's making connections to further discussions of your interests or just like, you know, actually promote your interests. Yes, <laughs> really. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now let's be a bit more specific though. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about networking as a author or a creative person, really. It yeah. Author, but you know, we're doing all sorts of different things. So we things. can figure out like, why on earth are we talking about networking as self-publishing yeah, yeah. authors? Yeah. Well, yeah. Mm, hence hence the business card joke. Mm. Uh, it's not actually what we're talking about. We're not talking about handing out business cards at fancy no. dinners. Um, all right. So obviously there's different types. So mm. fellow authors and in-person network networking. It's probably the biggest one, right? Yeah. So I think fellow authors are a great source of inspiration. Uh, they're good for sharing knowledge, spitballing ideas, uh, and just generally talking shop with mm. It's just nice to do. Uh, they're usually uh, the people that are most likely to help with your like, book, as in like alpha readers, beta readers. That's just true. like, does this make sense to you? Or how do you do this thing? That's that sort of networking that we're yeah. talking about, those sort of people. Uh, you know, the people to give you hot tips and all that sort of stuff. Like, oh, have you done this? Or have you tried that? Or, oh, look into this thing if you want to yeah. cover artist, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, like there's a good reason why conferences are a thing, right? Yeah, yeah, and trying yeah. to meet people. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess there's a couple of places you can network. Uh, yeah. For us, authors and creators, conferences is a big one. Yeah. Uh, local writing workshops or working uh, writer groups, I guess you'd call them. Yeah, because like most um, states and stuff have like, there's a statewide yeah. or a state-based, I guess, um, writer's group or yeah. I guess guild. like guild I, yeah. I forget what the word is right now but yeah. that sounds cooler it guild does. sounds great that's why I said it um, that run like workshops for other authors and stuff all the time and stuff yeah. and so they can be a great place to just meet like minded people yeah I think even the ACT one don't they like have a Wednesday night writers club and they go to a pub somewhere I think so and yeah there's like because like I think there's the um, the sci-fi based yeah, one be. yeah cool. um, well I spec um, speculative fiction based one I should say yeah, rather yeah. than just sci-fi um, but then there's also it's just rebranded to Marion like not okay. that long ago the ACT writers oh okay um, guild because <laughs> yeah. I forget what it was yeah. used Clan. to be called um, <laughs> but yeah that, like that's like the official ACT writers sort of yeah, okay. group and stuff and they run workshops as well and yeah. courses and yeah. they like have, I think there's a few writers in residence and stuff like that yeah, so okay. There, there's, there are places if you want to find like-minded p- 
people who are yes. going through the same thing as you, there are places. Yes, indeed. It's terrifying, but <laughs> can be beneficial. It can be good. Yes. Be. Um, but also writing events. So keep it, if you want to actually like, yeah, just find other people that are similar to you going yeah. through the same thing. Writers events yeah. that are held throughout the year in your local area and book fairs. Anything yeah, to do fairs. with books, pretty All much. All of those, <laughs> like we found, like the Comic Cons and Supernovas and et cetera, et yeah. cetera. They'll have like writers' corners and mm. like writers' alley or artists' alley. And yeah. there's all lots of people that are sort of in that similar indie, just starting book space type. Yeah. And if you stop and chat to them, I, they would be more than happy to chat about like how they got to where they are, how they've managed to have a stall, how they print their books, how they distribute, like all that stuff. Yeah. They're usually quite Everyone's friendly. very happy to do, talk yeah. about that they're stuff. They're usually hiding somewhere on their phone so they don't have to talk to yeah, people. Yeah, because we're all writers and so I don't think any of us are like supernatural like extroverts. Yeah, if you can lure them out from behind the booth, you might be able to get struck up a conversation. Hit on a few topics that they like, like what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they'll be like, I can talk about that. Yeah, and if they're good, you might end up with a book in your hand that you just bought too. I definitely have bought some books from that, yes, <laughs> those yes. places. But yeah, it's, it's hard to do these things, but making connections is... It's important. It is. It does help you. It is. It is. <laughs> uh, all right. Another place or another type of sort of network that you need yeah. is that sort of business network. Yes. And we're talking like as an author, uh, things like editors, cover artists, mm. people that do formatting for you because we all hate formatting, you know, distributors, web yeah. design, normal design. Yeah. It's, I've so thought many. of it as like, because I've had to start doing that a little bit lately. Oh, well, yeah. Of like building up our team that we really, you need to build up your team yeah, to like to exactly. get a book out. It's not just me doing it all. I just don't have that capacity and I'm not good at graphic design. I can't do that. No, no everyone knows I can't format. Yes. <laughs> like it's terrible. Don't even start me. <laughs> That's why I bought like Atticus and stuff to help me do that. <laughs> that didn't even help you the other day. I saw emails in our group. Email thing. It eventually worked. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it did. I'm sure it did. But you need to build these teams up that are actually people with professional services that can help you as well. Yes. And so... We've got a few different places where you could go to actually network. Is like conferences again. Yeah. Usually big writers conferences will have people from across the industry. So all these type of people, editors, yeah. cover designers, everyone, people that you just need in your life really to yes. get a book going. Um, but a big one I found, how I found my graphic designer yeah. was just embracing talking about your work. To yes. people you meet yes. through friend connections and stuff. Of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is terrifying because I hate talking about my book. It sounds terrible. And I talk about it on this podcast, which my husband pointed out. But mm. I'm really only in a room with Andy, who yeah. knows all about my books. So <laughs> I don't think about it. Yes. <laughs> but uh, strangers, I hate talking about my book because I don't like talking about myself anyway. <laughs> But I need to embrace it because that's how I found my graphic designer. It was. At a night out. <laughs> I was at a 30th birthday party yeah. and was at the bar with someone I'd just sort of met. Yeah. And I uh, just started chatting about like, oh, what do you do? And she said she's a graphic designer. I jokingly was like, don't suppose you do book covers? And she's like, that's exactly what I do. I'm like, Did she um, really? <laughs> hook you up with your editor as well? She sent me a few links to different ones. But yeah, then okay. I found um, Beth, my editor, just through... Yeah. Just online, because I, okay. I wanted yeah, to I go sure local that... and stuff, and so... Yeah, because I was going to say, if you're one of these professions, they have it's probably good contacts. to have a network as well. Yeah, so she sent me multiple direct. links of people that she'd worked with, and um, yeah. the same with, like, Beth, my editor, if I, like, needed another person. Yeah. The web that this networking's all about yes. expands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's terrifying, but 
being braver to talk to people you already know. Yeah, it's hard. It's usually like, how can I make you feel good about yourself and end this conversation as quickly as possible? That's what I go through my head all the time. Not like, well, let me tell you about my book. Yeah, I still don't talk about my book too much to random people when they're like, what are you doing or what's going on? You're like, yeah, just busy. Yeah. Uh, how are you going? I feel bad <laughs> to my book sometimes because I breeze over it so quickly. I don't give yeah. it the credit that it probably deserves of like, because I think I just described it. Oh, you know, it's just like an action sci-fi thriller thing with like, you know, there's yeah. a woman protagonist and a bit of sci-fi magic-y stuff going on. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> That's like, it, that doesn't yeah. capture what actually happens. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> it doesn't give it the justice of what that poor story deserves. It's exactly. like, sorry, main character Rachel, because I am not good at talking about you yet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. We it need to get hard. better. We will. Once we, I think once we show up at some conferences and get behind the booth and yeah. get that practice in, I get need those practice. reps in. It's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. I hate it so much. But yes, yeah. but that's why, because I hate it doing on like in face-to-face, there is another networking place, yes. though, isn't there? And what is it, Sean? Tell us now. Social media and online networks are Woo. also a great one. Yes. So one thing we've noticed is that having online networks and being part of online communities is a great way to help grow your reach out there in the big wide world. In today's industry, it's very easy to get lost in the noise and having a large network of people that all support each other um, it was to help you and to grow your community is fantastic. Yeah, especially at that bigger scale. Like where we mm. live, we're in a medium-sized town. It's pretty small, really, it's a very for a capital town. city. It's not a, yeah, it's, not, it's a, not an artistic town or an entertainment no. town. So, yeah, there's not a lot of like-minded people. It's like, they exist, but it's pretty ne- like niche. You have to yeah, go searching yeah, yeah. for it, I think, a bit Yes, more. exactly. But when you're on the internet and the oh web, you've 70,000 people that like writing oh. sci-fi thrillers with female characters I know. <laughs> you know what i mean like oh, so i just jumped in people. when as i was saying before doing my research into how to yeah. print my book what the best options are jumping into that um yeah. is it 50 books to 70k i can't remember the yeah, 20 yeah. books to 50k yeah, <laughs> like, i'm getting my numbers mixed well, they up. got better yeah they checked their game <laughs> up <laughs> just jump into that i think that yeah. has like how many members did that be? mentioned it a while ago, but it's a couple hundred thousand, I it's thought. It's huge and it's like global and so yeah. you just search in it and yeah. people have discussed every topic you could imagine and so yeah. the amount of knowledge in there because people put it, yeah. there was people putting it, the exact same question I had was thinking, yeah. I've already asked it and there's already like 50 comments with people who've had the experience who are sharing their knowledge and stuff. And you're like, yeah. This is fantastic. Yeah, and I think particularly in these type of creative industries, people want to help. It's not really a competitive thing. It's not where you go to like, I don't know, an IT big company or something like that where they're like, how do you do this? They'd be like, that's proprietary, not sharing, rah, 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 rah. You know, because they're trying to secure business. But in our type of industries, everyone's like, more than happy to help usually. Yeah. Even um, yeah. like Atticus, our formatting thing, there's yes. an online group for that, you know, through Facebook group. And that yeah. is super, has, was super helpful as well because yeah. I was like, oh, this is just being a bit weird. I'll just have a quick search. Yeah. Oh, look, it's been weird for other people too. And here's the solution of how yeah. to do it. Well, Pro Writing Aids has got a whole it's thing. Fantastic. I missed all of their sci-fi things Yeah, this no, week I keep missing all the things. Because they're on at 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> but then Twitter. We've talked about Twitter before and just yes. the community on there of writers yeah, oh, is huge, huge. and, and so, so good so supportive yeah. you've bought stuff from yeah i bought a couple people. of things yeah and they've been good um and you know people engage with you and they chat with you and if you have questions they answer them it's been 
Yeah. Great. I mean, Twitter's a bit interesting at the moment. Or yeah, X, it's sorry. It's yeah, slowed down sorry. and gone a bit weird. But <laughs> X. X. Mr. X. I still just hate saying X. Yeah, it's definitely a different platform than it, it was three weird. months ago. It does. But that's a whole other topic. We can deal with it later. Yeah, but, but it's just The people on there have been great. Yeah, yep. Super friendly, super helpful. Chatty. Like, I've chatted with authors that have sold, you know, hundreds of thousands of copies and they're like, hey, have you done this? Mm. Or, hey, I liked your thing. Awesome. Keep up the good work. You know, just little things like that. You know, they're all yeah. helpful. So it can be hard, it can be scary, but yeah, it's beneficial if you can get over the fear. Yeah, right? and I think um, for people like us, mm. um, online's easier. Yes, it's, a, it's a natural easier. like, oh, I don't have to like, you yeah. know, dress up or something. Which dress. leads us to, <laughs> well, you know, yeah. it's been a while since my, I put a dress on, Sean. In tell my you now. guru pants. Yeah, they're very cool <laughs> pants. I'm a bit jealous. Very comfy. All right, which leads us perfectly, what we're just discussing, into like some of the benefits you can actually get from networking. Yeah, okay. What are they? So just from going out and actually talking to people, it really does help you keep abreast of like industry trends. So if you want to know like what everybody's sort of writing about, what genre, what topics and stuff, having more connections through will actually help you understand that. Or as we are saying, understanding how should I actually distribute my print book and stuff? How does the industry work? Yeah. What are the things I need well, to yeah, know? Well, yeah, it's quite interesting, actually. I actually, you were a crook, I think, last week, but I had a mm. catch up with a fellow author. Um, mm. We hope to have on the podcast one day. And just when you said, like, you know, what's pe- what are people buying and what are publishing? Like, he's, it's mm. very up in the air at the moment. Mm. Like, it's, you know, a couple, like, couple of years ago, probably a decade ago, like vampires. Vampires yeah. everywhere. Or we- just apocalyptic YA. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> it was everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's like yes. when it had its very specific... Yeah. It's this right now. Yeah, but we were talking like it isn't really a this right now. It's mm. quite interesting. So, but that's the point yeah, that's of true. chatting and networking is you can talk to fellow authors and be like, what are people reading at the moment? Like, what mm. is the thing? But there wasn't really, we didn't really identify anything. Well, it might be a topic for another time, but like, because yes. I was just thinking how, well, maybe that's an impact of self-publishing industry. And so there's so much more genres thinking. available. Yeah, yeah. People are able to go searching for what they want to read. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, let's keep right. going. Keep another going. one. So access to firsthand information. So yeah. well, similar to the one before, like with the Atticus sort of stuff, I was saying, like, I can actually go in and talk to people who've experienced the same sort of thing, figure out how they fix stuff. And actually yeah. just broadens my knowledge then. And it saves so much time and effort oh, than like yes. actually trying to figure it out yourself. Doing everything yourself, yeah. So no. having people you can actually just reach out to is fantastic. Yep. Brainstorming ideas. So networking provides a platforms to discuss like and prioritize new creative ideas. See what people are trying out there. Are they writing in a different way? Are they using a weird, different little system to write yeah. or something instead of Word or... All those sort of things. Yeah, well, even how we do it, right? Like, even mm. our tiny little network of two here, you know, we're like, so, hey, how should we release our books or yeah. what should we do here? And then we'll ask our fellow author friends and be like, what do you think of this? And just having those sort of, those even little networks like that just to bounce ideas off is so valuable as opposed to oh, sitting in a cabin in the woods by yourself going, going crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which kind of leads nicely into like, work-life balance is the title of the next one, but really yeah. it's about... Like what we sort of said, like being able to embrace this part of yourself. Like you're writing a book, you are creative. There's something amazing about finding other people who just celebrate that part of you. And so you can actually feel comfortable just being that person. Mm. Because often like, you know, there's not many other people that I know in our network of friends and stuff writing books. There's like like two that we have caught up with because they're also writing (laughs) books. (laughs) 
But yeah, so people don't know what it's like and it's quite liberating when you actually make connections with people who just get it. Yeah, it's kind of like, <laughs> it's not the same, I don't want to say that, but it's like, you know, a burden shared is a burden sort of lesson. Yeah. It's sort of that like, oh, that, you're doing yeah. this as well or, oh, how'd you do this? And That mutual understanding yeah. and like just that knowledge of like, you get it and yeah, exactly. you just know then you have another person to reach out to to be like, yeah. oh, I'm just stuck with this thing. Yep. So there's something lovely about that. Yes. And networking also helps you gain confidence, even though it's awful to do. Yeah. If you can rip that Band-Aid off. Yeah. Just getting the reps in. The better it you get at it, get the better. more you do it, the more yeah. confident you get, the better your network becomes. Yeah. And you, then obviously the bigger your network, the more confidence you have, the yeah. more people you can rely on, the more people you can help. So you know, you, you know all that sort of stuff. It's like investing in share market when you're young or something. That compound yeah. interest. Compounding <laughs> it pays interest. off eventually. There we go. Right. <laughs> Uh, what else do we have? Sharing industry-specific information, which is kind of like what we mm. talked about before, but, you know, getting those hot tips or... And about, like, oh, business this just stuff, happened. Right? Yeah, yeah, this just happened with Kate, like you talked about in the news. Yeah. Oh, you got to know how to do this or don't forget this or so something, something. How to actually run a publishing business. Like, we've had to learn that and we've yeah. learned a lot of that through paying attention to these sort of different yeah. networks and stuff that people have have and what they've done. Yep, definitely. Uh, word of mouth marketing, that's always... A big one, particularly, um, I think it's still a little bit of, it's not what you know, but who you know. Yeah. It's still a thing out there in the world. It's, Definitely. you know, we're not totally online. Um, just, yep. you know, I've got the most followers there for. It's always a little bit of, oh, have you heard this? Or that person's really good. You know, mm. good reputation versus bad reputation. Yep. I think that still plays into it. And obviously the bigger your sort of network is and the more influential or just generally better human you are, uh, the better word of mouth. Well, yeah, well, you, as we said before, you bought a book through, yep, like, just someone being, with cool people. Yeah. It was brave, that person was brave enough to talk about their work on yeah. a social media platform and stuff, yeah. and that got you to buy it. Yeah. And <laughs> so even, that's pretty cool. And even there's books that, like, there's some people I follow on social media that I wouldn't, it's, their books are not my type of book. I'm not going to read it, but I still, like, cheerleader them, you know? Yeah. Like, give them a, that's awesome. Good yeah, work, everyone. Cool. Yeah. And, yeah, the last one, connecting writers with others. Oh. So that is pretty much like what we were sort of saying before about like you need other professionals oh, editors, in your artists, network yeah. and stuff. And yeah. a lot of the time, the easiest way is to just talk to other people about who they've used, what they've done. Yep. <laughs> rather than having to reinvent the wheel. Yes. Yeah. Ask questions. Yeah. Listen to the answer. People are happy to help. Yes, definitely. All right. Our last part. Oh, how that? to do it and not feel like a numpty. Yeah, I wrote that. I, I can tell. <laughs> it's very much me. <laughs> yeah. um, I feel like you will have a lot more to contribute to this part. But the main thing I thought about is I think the key is to try to actually focus on making a genuine human connection. I always have to remind myself, whoever you are talking to is a genuine human with the same stresses. They're probably stressed out too about yeah. having to network. Yeah, yeah. And you're mostly, you're not there just to try to extract value from each other. Like that's just a transaction. When you're networking, yeah. you kind of want to actually create that genuine, I like like yeah. you, I trust you, let's like help each other. Yeah, like nobody likes that, like just being used or being like just taken advantage of almost, that type of behavior. Mm. No. And yeah, and if you're just doing that purely like, what have you got? What's in it for me? Why am I even here? Yeah, you don't want to talk to that person. Yeah. Like if you're at a conference and someone's just like handing you their business card instantly and being like, use my services. You're like, ew. Ew. Yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. if someone like maybe comes and actually talks to you for a while, makes you feel comfortable just because, you know, you're chatting as yeah. friends. 
Yeah, just being a good human. Yeah, and then they slip in like, oh, I actually also do cover design work. You're like, yeah. do you? I actually need that. Oh, yeah. we'll exchange information and what do you know? I'll probably yeah. contact you because I liked you. Yeah, <laughs> or don't do the one thing that irritates me. It's very big. I see it on socials a lot. Uh, is the, oh, I do cover artists. You're like, oh, I don't need a cover artist. And then it's like, end conversation, hang up. Yeah, that's weird. It's, it's the same thing. It's like, oh, so you didn't actually care. Yeah, it's the equivalent of I've appeared, if you're in person, yeah, yeah, they've appeared next to you at a conference, handed yeah. you the business card, and you're like, oh, I don't need that. And then they just walk away. Yeah, it's They rude. just ghosted you yeah. away. <laughs> if you want to talk to someone, actually talk to them. And if oh, they don't want dear. your services, doesn't matter. Talk to them. They might be something else, or they might be a client five years from now. Yeah, exactly. But if you're a douchebag... Fired. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I think the rest of our notes actually have a few more, I guess, like specifics of yeah, like, yeah. you know, because I hate it. And so I need to like teach myself this again. Yes. I, like, because before you go networking, especially in person sort of stuff, probably does pay off to do a bit of preparation in yeah. your own mind and stuff. So what you're going to do. So a great way is start with a question. Start when with you, questions. When you first are talking with somebody, I don't know what. I'm terrible at this. Go, Andy. You're better at. Networking, <laughs> what would you ask somebody? <laughs> well, I'm, not, I'm not better at it. Um, I don't are. like doing it at all. Oh, when I'm being paid, You're better I'll do than it. me. I'd usually just hide behind yeah. you. Well, people like to answer <laughs> questions, right? Gen- yeah. Generally, they like to like, people like to talk about themselves and people like to add value. So if you can ask them questions and not just like, oh, what's your favorite car? Mm. Oh, what do you do for a job? Uh, ask interesting questions for starters. Like, and, and this is a bit off topic, but if you're at a conference and you're like, oh, good day, Sean, my name's Andy, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Instead of being like, oh, what do you do? Or I'll be like, if you had a week off and unlimited budget, what'd you do? <laughs> like, ask an interesting question, right? Like, ask something cool, like, oh, if you could uh, read any book, what would it be? Or, you know, like, for the first time again, or something like that. Or, what's your favourite painting? That Just would... ask something interesting yeah. and listen. Li- I think we get into active listening at some point. Like, listen and then ask another relevant question. Yeah. Yeah, just ask actual questions. Or if you're going to ask a question about the industry, if you're talking to another author, let's say you've got past that initial meet and greet phase. Yeah. Like, ask a specific question that they might be able to help you with. Yeah. Yeah, questions are good because people generally want to help. They yeah. want to be the man or the woman. That's or a good point. The whatever, the boss. Think about like, I guess, yeah, as you're saying, some of the things you genuinely would like some help with and yeah. have those prepared, I guess, in the back of your mind as yeah. like, they are things I could ask people. Yeah. And if you How take you that this? information and apply it, report back. Yeah, that's true. Because people would really Close like to, to hear that you're like, Say oh, thank you. talk to this thing. Yeah, and be <laughs> so like, hey, much. I went with that editor. They were awesome. Thanks so much. That was great. Mm, um, that's true. Thanks for catching up with me at said conference. Just be a nice person. Yeah. Which is, I'm not about it. I'm not a nice person, but you have to fake it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else have we got? Gradual expansion. Yeah. So I guess like you, you ask that initial question, but yeah. then you need to like very slowly expand that conversation out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it was sort of saying, you might go from the interesting, weird, jolty question just to sort of get their attention really. And yeah. also it seems a bit refreshing after you've been standing there probably for a couple of hours oh. with everyone just being like, yeah, yeah, what yeah. do you do? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so it'll make them probably giggle if you are like, what's your favorite song? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you could be the main character in any movie in Hollywood, what movie would you star in? Just really, it has to be a bit like that, right? But then be yeah. like, oh, okay, why did you choose that? Well, that also sets a tone, right? Because it's it quite does. fun and lighthearted then instantly. Yeah. The whole conversation and experience then becomes this enjoyable sort of 
pleasurable experience of actually exactly. interacting. Yeah, you're like, oh, I remember yeah. Sean. She was cool and fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's probably what you want. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, you obviously, like you said, expand it. Uh, yeah. Expand the people, maybe include someone else in the conversation if there's a couple of people around. Yeah. Things like that. Um, another one is before you go, it's mm. very beneficial to probably make sure you have an online presence of some form so that you can actually, after you've talked to somebody, yes. they can look you up afterwards. Yeah. And, I th- like, and to also, I guess, give you that... Um, what's credibility? That? Yeah, credibility. Yeah, and I think we talk about it. Do we talk about it later in here? But anyway, it's just easier. Just That's a good place to start online. Have some, so you've got the easy bit done. That's true. Like you might have be part of a Facebook group. You might have some friends on X. You might have some Instagram followers. At least yeah. you've got a little bit of socialising and a little bit of that backstory credibility ready. Mm. So if somebody asks you questions, because you know that's how it works, you usually yes, ask questions. Yes, so you need listen. to answer stuff too. Yeah, you need to be able to answer stuff. And even if it's just like, oh yeah, I have a website. If mm. that's where the conversation ends, not just like, I'm just a random person that snuck in here for no reason. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you just disappear away, right? Like, yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, don't do that. Um, and uh, the next one says, avoid rushing, which, you know, don't rush your conversation in the first place. But also, networking is a long game. It's yeah. not the, like, oh, I'm on the spot and I've handed a business card with exchanged. Job yes. done. It's like, no, you're trying to actually yeah. forge Proper relationships so that you like and building trust. Yeah, if you want a really good sort of book on that, it's kind of Ryan Serhant. He's a really big real estate guy in New York and he tells stories about like, you know, he met someone somewhere and they were like, we're not looking for a house right now, but you know, I might be in the future like 12 years later because mm. he reaches out quarterly or every six months and sends them stuff or chats them or catches them up at events. And they're like, oh, yes, I actually would like a $100 million house now because I'm a mm. filthy rich person in New York and he's making $10 million bucks. Yeah. Um, that yeah. flows perfectly into the next one of yeah. like networking goals where it's like, you know, don't expect instant results. No. And also don't, don't discount connections with people who might not seem useful currently. Oh, yeah. Or like really small authors or like people who are just starting out. Because you don't know, then five years they might be the like New York Times bestseller and author. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you like actually were kind and nice and maintained that network, yeah. oh, you'll have a connection to the best-selling author. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they might be like, oh, my friend Sean's new books come out. Yeah, Check it out, my exactly. forty million followers. Because so you've like, just been a good human for a while. Yeah. So it's a long-term game, and you need to have that. Your goals aren't immediate results. It's about yeah forging friendships and relationships that can support you for the long haul over your career, really, Exactly, yeah. Embrace your nervousness. I liked this one because, ugh, sometimes it's better just to own it, I find. Be you. It helps for me anyway. Like, I just have to teach myself to be like, I think when I was younger, I used to be like, so I almost feel ashamed that I felt so nervous and you try to hide it. I'm getting better at being like, you know what, I should just be like, Holy moly, I'm nervous. Are you nervous? This is a stressful environment. And people yeah, will be like, yeah. it is. And you're like, yeah, it is. <laughs> Instant connection. There's so many people like... here. <laughs> it's like, oh, good. We're all in the same emotional state. Yes. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm much better at hiding that. Uh-huh. I'm a I, man of many faces, depending on the crowd. hide it. I'm learning to embrace it. Yes, good. good, good, good. <laughs> um, an introvert strength. Yes. So recognizing that introverts do have unique strengths. Yes, so, of course. Like, as you said earlier, listening skills. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, and, like, that's a little bit of play your crowd right as well. Like, if yes. someone is a bit of an introvert, 
Be like, oh, I'll, I'll hit you up online or something. Like, yeah. Don't be like, now you're coming to the front of the stage with me and we're going to... Yeah. Yeah, just read the room. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> or read the individuals it happens to be. You don't want to scan it. You know, authors are pretty introverted, so you can't really just go in there being like, yo! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's me. Yeah, I'm life of the party. Let's all be the life of the party. They'll all be like, like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm not going out for six months. This has hurt my, like, my reserves are empty. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that actually... Quiet influence is yes. the next one. Oh, we keep getting. I have to, we're so good at this. Yes, yeah, naturally we should have flowing a podcast, through yeah. them. <laughs> and so yes, using the quiet influence as a power and stuff. Yes. Just being kind can get you a long way. Yes, as you've said on um, X. I was about to say Twitter again, yeah. but X. Just being kind to people when they say like, "Oh, I just did this cool thing," or "I just wrote my first page of this new book." Just going, amazing. Congrats. Keep going. Yeah, keep it up. I can't wait till you're finished. Yeah. It's, yeah I'm not going to buy it. But that's awesome. You wrote brings, a book. Writing a book is awesome. Good yeah. on you. It brings kindness into the world and, like, there's a lot of strength in that. Yes, there <laughs> people is. People appreciate yeah, it. Considering most people, particularly online, are douchebags. Um, that's not, true. Not being a douchebag. <laughs> uh, it's a low bar to step over, but it works. Yeah, just being kind. Just be nice, yes. And the long-term perspective, like we've already yeah. said, it's all just being kind, building up friends, making a name for yourself a little bit in different communities that... Yeah. You're someone people can talk to, and then you've built up trust, and you can reach out, and people will help yes, you. Yes, be your nice book, to them. <laughs> book wasn't written in a day, and your network won't be created in a no. day. No, yeah. It's so a, it's terrifying. Ongoing. I hate it. I still often, when we go to conferences, just walk behind you because I'm like, yes. yeah, you can take the brunt of like initial interactions because yeah. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I know I need to get better. Yes. I'm terrible at it. Ah, uh, look, I've but... we can do it. <laughs> we, I've seen, I've seen you do it. I know, but I feel like I can put it on, but internally in my head, I'm like, what are you saying? Stop rabbiting on. I can yeah. hear it. I'm like, I need to calm down. Yeah, I think it's very hard um, to be the true you. Like, it's easy to put a mask on yeah. and just go through the play the game and, you know, do all the things we said. But you want to get to the point where the sort of true you is out there. And yeah. that's a lot harder to do. Yeah. yeah, it takes like a lot of work, I think, internally yourself. Like only yeah. you can help get to that stage. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, me embracing that I need to just own that I get nervous and yeah. like just calling it out myself will help me slowly be like, oh, well, I can just be myself then eventually when I can just be like, yeah, yeah. I'm nervous. It's stressful. I re- talk a lot and I hate awkward silences. So I'm always yeah. trying to feel them. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop myself. But I'm aware of it. Yeah. And if I can just own it, yeah. tell people <laughs> that's yeah. what I do, then they'll be like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's difficult, right? right? Like, you know, even on my side of the house, it's like I'm a big, intimidating looking dude with a massive beard and hunting camo. But mm. I'm like, I like painting and drawing and writing mm. storybooks, you know. It's, you kind of got to find that mix well, of That's why we've always it. thought this dynamic works well, because you make me look like, well, maybe she's got a harder edge than just this, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, skittish, yeah. Watch, watch she rolling with that on, like, <laughs> thing, and I help you look less scary, because they're like, why is that large guy friends with, like, this small little female? Yeah. It's like, is maybe, that his food? Maybe he's not <laughs> just <is> killing. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I don't kill anything. That's uh, <laughs> except my author career. Uh, all right, so, <laughs> as in I'm killing it. Yeah, not, okay. It's not dying. <laughs> Could have gone both ways. <laughs> wow. All right, let's wrap this up. All right. All right. So effective networking involves not only making initial connections, but also nurturing 
and maintaining those relationships over time. That's in bold for people that can't key, tell by my voice. Key points. Yeah, nurturing them. and maintaining, not, um, you know, drop and run. Yeah, you're yep. swiping left and right. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it requires good communication skills, also in bold here, active listening, mm. which means listen to the words, what they're saying, process them, not wait for an appropriate pause in the conversation so you can say what you want to say. Mm. Actually listening. It's really hard to do. A lot of people think about it, but it's actually hard to just sit there and listen to it someone. It is. Yeah, and not just think about what you want to say. Uh, and you've mentioned it, a genuine interest mm. in that person, what they're doing, and the topic you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So building a strong network can be valuable for personal and professional growth as it can open doors to opportunities and provide a support system in various aspects of life. Networking also compounds over time as your connections broaden. So investing in networking early will pay off over the long term. Compound interest. Yeah, hey, I've been learning more is. about interest and that stuff lately. So. Yeah. <laughs> It yes, works. yes. Uh, and just to finish it off, uh, as much as we creatives, uh, mostly introverts, who don't like the idea of socialising or networking, it is a must nowadays. Mm-hmm. It's You can't... We're not in that age of, like, I'll just write under a pen name in a cabin, send it to Publishing House, no. and they'll make it a New York Times bestseller. Yeah, Even like, getting a publisher probably means you at least have to have 100,000 friends It might happen online. to one in a billion yep. people and you're maybe. not that you're not that guy it's like no, all those tiktoks <laughs> where people are like try this thing and it's like well 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 that's not you you're not 20 you don't bend like that anymore or something yeah. it's like they're not talking to you <laughs> you have to be realistic like good on you if you happen to be that one person yeah but most of us you're gonna need it you need yep. friends you need support yeah you can't pay it off it has to be done so get in early be genuine find your niche find your people and yeah. Just get out there. It's like just having our Writers Breakfast Club. Yeah. Just has helped us hugely just talking yep. about writing and getting it done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Networking. Done. Networking. All right. I can not Ooh. talk to a human now until Christmas parties. We need to actually go network. We're really good at it now because we've done our research. Hello, my name is Andy Mack. I'm writing a book. Tell me about you. Oh, I hate it so much. But yes, we need to do it. We need to do it. Yes, I know. I'm a little bit more charming than that, thankfully. Uh, (laughs) I'm not. (laughs) That's what makes you charming. (laughs) Look, I brought this along. Entertain us, weird little lady. (laughs) Be like, ah! (laughs) Ah! I'm going to talk real fast. My neck's going to get really red. Oh, I do go red. You do. It's so bad. Old tomato over there. Anyway, <laughs> enough about that. All right. Now, remember at the beginning of the episode, I said, mm. remember the news article. Because mm. next week, we're going to give an update on the metaverse. Ooh. Is it still a thing? Has AI taken over everyone's imagination? Or is it slowly been growing under our noses? Mm. You'll have to listen in next fortnight, if I don't injure myself, <laughs> yeah. month, sometime this year, to find out. She... <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Tell us about the socials, Sean. All right. While you're waiting for our next podcast, you should go download the chapters of our books. Woo! Oh, so you it. can do that over at our website to sign up to our newsletter at www.invokecreations.com. Yes. You can find them all of our music over on Invoke Sounds on YouTube, Correct. plus as well as all your music streaming services. Yes. There's... An Invoke Art account on Instagram. It is there. It is there. <laughs> Look at the history of Andy Mack's art career, which you'll get back to at some point. I want to. I really want to. Just time. We'll get there. Yes. Um, there's Invoke Creations on Facebook. So follow us over there. That's where you can sort of 
it's kind of like our business Facebook account more than anything else. Yes. So you'll it, talk, talk about all the stuff we're doing, really. Yep. Um, there's also Bards Lost in the Metaverse on X at Invoke Creations. And then we are also both on X. Yeah. I forget which one's which all the time. I so am you can Andy Mac Creative and you are Shanley Creator. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Every time. I, can't yeah, I think we're probably most active on our individual... X accounts, yes. I'd say, although it's all a bit quiet at the moment. It is. I'm I'm still ramping up my social media <laughs> at some point. Yeah, yeah. It's, I don't know, the, the whole social media there. landscape keeps changing every like yeah. quarter this last, it feels last like 12 it. months. So I've also got a Sean Lee author Facebook yes, page, um, which is also just, it's there. <laughs> yeah, so you can find out. us on most stuff. So go find us, tune in. Follow, ask us questions. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Make it a conversation. Make me practice networking. And <laughs> you can experience my awkwardness firsthand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. All right. That's it. We've got to go put our bum in seat, do some work, or put our feet on a oversized carpet in a giant hall and network. What? That's what I was thinking of a convention center. I didn't have the words ready. I made it up then, and I failed. I did not know where that was going. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so like, why are we on carpet? Why are our feet there? I thought you were doing to talk about stretching your leg or something. <laughs> I, would, I am going to go stretch my leg multiple times today and my back because everything's broken. But until then, I probably won't. But you should stay dangerous. Bye.
Thank you.